Support for today's show comes from our sponsors at Podcorn. It's not easy to know where to begin when you want to find a way to connect with brands for your podcast. We signed up for Podcorn because we were looking for an easy way to find sponsors for our show. And we wanted to be able to work with brands that our audience would want to know about. At Podcorn, you can search for a variety of sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads like the one I'm doing right now, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. The best part is you are in full control. Set your own rates, collaborate directly with brands, and never give up any rights to your podcast. You are protected every step of the way, and you're getting paid. Podcorn is a marketplace with a mission to give podcasters creative freedom and full control of how and when to monetize. Click the link in our show notes for tonight's episode and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. And big thanks to Podcorn for being our sponsor for the Hoops Talk podcast. Now on to the show. Hey, 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 Karen. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, man. That beat still slaps for me. Oh, I I know, right? It's still so good. (laughs) It's still so damn good. There's been so many changes, but that fucking slapper will stay. It just stays. Stay and slap. (laughs) How's it going? How's San Francisco? Oh, it's good. You know, it's sunny and beautiful today. Um, Especially because last week, remember, it was butt cold in California. Everybody (laughs) was freezing their little nuts off, right? Uh, Yeah, it was, uh, it actually felt like it was a lot nicer today. So um, even here in Los Angeles, so I'm happy about that. Um, Anything new? Any news? Any updates with you? Anything fun? I know you're going to be here next week. Oh my God. Yes. That's the fun part. In studio, live, in charge, dancing with you, taking photos, you know, ring light. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm ready. Yes, I'm, I'm ready to, yeah, I love L.A. You know, L.A's second home, so Oh, that's wait. so good. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Yeah, I'm excited you're going to be here, and uh, we're going to have a special guest. We'll, you know, we're not going to get into mm-hmm. it today, but we'll have another special guest like we, we've done now for the past uh, few episodes, including this evening. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, uh, this, it's been crazy. It's been crazy, but I think we're ready to roll into our top of the show situation here. Yes. Awesome. So here's some house cleaning updates. Um, one, as always, we ask you to please subscribe or like and review us on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify or wherever you podcast. Um, it helps with uh, search and just overall, like if you like what you hear and you want other people to know about it, please feel free to write us a little review. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. We're at the hoops talking. Uh, Karen will be live tweeting the episode today. Additionally, we we started a little series called shooting threes with the hoops talk. So we'll have some of our guests doing that. And I'm going to be putting that on Instagram. So you'll see that. Um, and I don't know, there's some sort of price pack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it's still, it's kind of like, I don't know if people remember Sanrio little grab bags that you would like drop five bucks and you know, it's a surprise. I do. So that's, 
I'm trying to gather shit from my house I don't want, some <laughs> stickers, maybe some Christmas gifts that I'm like, eh, and, you know, give you a little surprise. So, guys, just, you know, send, like, share a review of us on those channels. I'll take a peek, reach out, or, you know, tweet us and let us know, or DM us on IG, let us know you left a review, and, you know, you might get a little something-something. Oh, okay. I like that. I actually have, I have a... yeah. Um, when I went to the Laker game, they gave out um, commemorative keychains. I don't know why, but of course, oh, anonymous Knicks yeah. fan nine two two was threw it at me like he's all he this. Doesn't want his. <laughs> so I have an extra one, so we could throw it in the prize pack. Oh yeah, we could throw that. That's a nice one. I like that. And we also actually for our next our uh, following episode, we are going to have some giveaways too. So that could also be part yeah. of it. I mean, I think we're going to get three of those giveaways, so we can definitely include one in this wow, prize pack wow, wow, for wow, sure. Wow, 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 um, wow, wow. So that pretty much our updates, and I think we're ready to move on to talk to our special guest. I have a little music set up for him here. It's special. I thought this was fitting. <laughs> it's the instrumental. So I want to introduce our special guest today, Zach Dresler. Hey. Hey. What is up, team? <laughs> Look at that. I love being here. Thanks for having me back. And thanks for this Beastie Boys music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found this instrumental, and I was like, this is like perfect music for you. I thought it was going to be Very like, on brand. Yeah, it's very on brand. Brooklyn Boys, Brooklyn Boy, you know, Brooklyn Nets, not anonymous <laughs> Knicks fan. You know, no, it's, right. it's, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I really, I really love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, we are super glad to have you back. We totally appreciate it. Um, we know that uh, one of the reasons why we wanted to have you back is because you are in our NBA Fantasy League. Yes. And we hate you. I know. Um, <laughs> we loathe you. I know. Um, you are dominating, and we we don't even feel like we can give tips out anymore. <laughs> I got to say, though, <laughs> I did lose suck. one week. Oh, and I'm, to who? Why did you To lose? the person that's not here tonight, and oh, uh, okay. I hope she's feeling better from her uh, <laughs> Wuhan uh, Concordian virus that she carried over and brought to the United States <laughs> and spreading probably. Kendall, thank you, Kendall. <laughs> yeah, he's mentioning he's our producer. Chat. Yeah, she's in our chats. Our producer, Kendall, is not here today. She got some crazy NOLA virus. Um, for being in NOLA, uh, New Orleans. Wasn't and that two weeks ago? Yeah, she was out. She's been out. Oh, dormant. Yeah. But right. I, you know what? We need to appreciate the fact that she's like not in here coughing all over us. Of course. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. that. Yes. We miss yes. you. I miss you. I miss you. We miss you. I um, miss you. But she's going to be in the chat later because we are going to, we have a couple of fan, uh, team pitches for her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. So great. I'm, I'm glad we're still doing yeah, that. What, doing what that. teams are you doing? Uh, or you want to wait? I'll wait. We'll okay, wait to okay, unveil. Fair enough. So before we do that, okay, so, oh, wait, uh, so uh, Kendall is in our chat. She says she has the bourbon street flu. So. Gross. Let's call partying too hard, that Kendall. smells like That's urine. What, yeah, exactly. It smells like urine and beignets. <laughs> urine beignets. The Calvin Klein smell of New Orleans. <laughs> A little stale bar, you know. That's it. Sounds pretty pretty good. Bourbon Street flu. Uh, but Zach, tell us, what is going on? What's happening with you? 
Well, uh, are, do you have anything that you want to talk about? I know, like, you have you have so many projects. So, just, I, I don't know if we got into it, because the last time you were here um, it was Halloween. Yes. And we just, like, rolled you in and was like, let's do some pitches and let's talk about NBA and stuff. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a lot of fun. I'm just, I'm enjoying, uh, um, I'm now working at, the, at a Universal Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm enjoying that. This week is very, very crazy, though, because it's Grammys week. Okay, yeah. So there's been a lot of... Um, oh, shit. Yeah, there's a lot of security around the building because there's a lot of stars coming in. Uh, you know, I think uh, uh, Bad Bunny was in was in the office today. Um, there's been... Oh, man, I think Taylor Swift stopping. Like, there's all these wow. big names stopping by. So everyone's like... It's basically the Super Bowl week right. leading up to for, you know, right. for us. So, right. um, you know, it's just, it's just plug and play with a different thing. I'm excited. I'm enjoying it. Um trying to think what else i mean been filming uh with my girlfriend carrie a lot of fun sketches i saw that you guys were on tiktok yes i'm on tiktok okay she does not have a tiktok yet here's the thing she is brilliant she is smart she is funny and you know she's trying to break into the you know uh stand up and acting world but the problem is she's not active enough on social media Mm. i try to encourage her to do that and she doesn't want to do it and I think she'd be perfect for TikTok because she always has these funny things. So we're using my TikTok <laughs> to gain her fame. I don't know how well it's going. Not very well right now. But uh, I, I saw the one that you posted. I think you reposted on Instagram. It was funny. It was about the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, the Christmas That was all her I idea. Thought, I thought that I think she was uh, she was right in the video uh, in the video. She was like the the lead yeah. character in that video. Yeah, because we've TikTok. had this we've had this Christmas tree up now. <laughs> and we're we're both Jewish, so it's a very uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a to lot to unpack. unpack. Yep. yep. So <laughs> So, you know, she wanted to make this video of like her doing, you know, to Phil Collins or Genesis one more night and her like, you know, caressing the tree and then me just coming in and be like, yeah, Yo, you got to get the fucking tree out. Come on, let's go. So, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to make some fun stuff. I'm just really I'm, I'm excited for 2020. I'm excited for this decade. Amazing. Um, I'm really I'm looking forward to it. You know, every decade it's. I'll be turning 40 this decade. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. You. you look so young. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really wow. appreciate that. I try to not to publicize that too much, especially when I was working at BuzzFeed. I was like, how old do you look? I'm like, how old do you think I am? They're like, no more than like 30, 31. I'm like, perfect. I tell people I'm 10 years older than I am because then they're all, you look great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know. I think I thank my mom for this gene because my mom is the one you know. Even when she was fifty, she looked thirty five, and you know she always looked great. So I'm thankful that I have her genes, not all my father's genes. Right. Um. But yeah, turning forty, this is just I have a lot of big things I want to accomplish. I set a lot of goals just for this year, but also for this decade, which I haven't done before. You know, Mm. every I feel like every decade I've gone. I mean, I have. I've gone through my twenties and you know early two thousands, and you know you learn different things. But this year, I really wanted to take the learnings I did from the twenties and the twenty tens and bring it to the twenty twenties. Amazing. So there's you know there's some uh, there's like a lot of pilots I want to write. Cool books I really want to get done. I didn't Mm. I didn't read one single book in its entirety last year. Wow. I finished like half. It's it's disappointing. It's really disappointing. You know, I read a lot of books. You know, my mom would be really upset. My mom used to read a book a month. Oh yeah, that's that's my pace. And I just I I, I'm not that person. You know, so I want to try to be that person. I I set a goal for five books this year. I don't know. I don't know if that's underselling it or overselling it, but I think it's a good number to start. You know what? Any type of goal you set is already a step in the right direction. Yeah, and that's a good one for reading. I love reading. I read a lot. And better. Yeah. Although doing I was the say it's better than last year. 
right? That's true. That's true. Even if you read one, it's better than last year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, last year, I don't think I even set goals going into it. I think I was just like, you know, it's not it's the last year of the decade. Let's just right. let's just go with it. And right. uh, it wasn't that bad of a year. <laughs> there were ups and downs for sure. Um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to 2020. I think there's a lot of great things happening. I'm, you know, getting back to NBA. Like, I love this season. Yes. I, I don't think I've enjoyed oh, this a season like this. Not to sound cliche, in over a decade. No, you know? yeah, it's it's such a great one, yeah. and we just, I mean, the rookies that came in oh, this season have just oh, been, and then hot. tonight, I mean, I know we have it in our roundup, but tonight we do see the return of Zion, and I yep. have some questions for y'all about that as we're going forward. But even those sophomores, Trey Young, Luca, stepping it up yeah. in a big way. Oh, I mean, yeah, Luca's breaking oh, Luca. all sorts of crazy yeah. records yeah. that LeBron set and other people set, and sure. it's great to see. Yeah, but I mean, we had LeBron, and then it, you know we had others, and now we're seeing more people rise into that. How are you feeling about your Lakers midway through, almost midway through the season? I love, oh, yeah. the, I love them. I love them. I mean, they got spanked by Boston. They're playing the Knicks today, so hopefully they'll yeah. recoup that should some be confidence. A I mean, I'm thinking LeBron will go off because you know everyone goes off in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that'll you know, everyone happen. but the Knicks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. I'm feeling really good about my Lakers. I think that they are, you know, we're, we have power rankings. I don't know if we'll get to them, but I see them doing really well. And I see them, like, I remember last season, they would lose and it would just crush them. And, like, they would go into the yeah. next few games having to build up steam. Yeah. Because they had a young core, you know. They had young guys that were like, ugh, if we're not, you know, they didn't know how to bounce back as fast. And I think we have a good mix that is helping us to bounce back because we got – you know, we we lost to Veteran. I think to a one point to the Magic, and then yep. we won the next game. So it's like we're still have the momentum. And I and I will. I'm pointing out Dwight Howard, man, like redemption, dude. I'm I'm impressed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Karen, you're impressed. I mean, yeah. I'm like, who is this guy? Seriously. He almost like, looks like the the Dwight wow. from. Orlando when he first got drafted, yeah. if not better. And I don't yeah. I don't know. I think we've talked about this off air where it's he's not the main focal point anymore, so all that pressure is off. I him. think so. I think so. Um, True. But I think do you so. the two things. Do you still think that they are the 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 favorite for the title at this point in the game? At this point in the season, I should say. I do. I do. And do you see them making any moves coming before All-Star break trade time? Um, you know, we talked about Kuz and where Ooh. he might, if he might still be there. Um, I know there was a rumor of Zach yep. Levine. They wanted yep. to package uh, out uh, Kuz and Danny Green and I think someone else for, oh, for him. Danny Green, man. You know what? Danny Green has, uh, he's not as consistent as he used to be. I think like his three-point shot yep. isn't the, like, no, you not. know, he's not like a J.J. Barrera or someone who's like, or Reddick, J.J. Reddick, yep, who's yep. just like, can, can do it. I haven't seen that from him. Yeah. Maybe it needs to be a more of a clutch situation, but I don't really see He reminds me sort of of a poor man's Robert Ori. Okay. Where like a, a traveling man, yeah. you know, hits oh. those clutch clutch shots and, yeah. you know, in the clutch times and is just like a utility guy, six man utility yeah. guy. I mean, it's good. He's good to have. I mean, but I don't know how big a move they want to make if they feel that they're comfortable right now. I guess it's up to how LeBron's feeling. That's true. <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> That's Coach, true. The I, captain, yeah. I know Kuz was getting on it under his skin a little bit, so we'll see if he gets to stick around. <laughs> but no, I, I feel I still feel good about them. I feel good. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, listen, they, they look great. I mean, I just it's it's been fun to watch. I mean, minus my Nets, who 
Kyrie doing Kyrie. Um, you know. Yeah, it's so funny because I was actually going to put him in our NBA uh, NBA roundup, and I started looking at it because you know he just went off on his team, and then he he said he is like MLK. He also compared himself <laughs> to Julius Irving, the wrong spelling of his last name, Irving, which oh, I was like, oh, yeah. uh, oh god, oh, oh no, he did the most. Yeah, he did the most after the seventy sixers yep. game. Yep, and. I was just like, and I, Karen, I was looking through it and I was going to add it and I started listening to tape and I'm like, I don't know. I just didn't have, yeah, we energy. don't need those low vibes. Yeah. No, I didn't. I was like, you know what? Like, we have a lot of good stuff coming and I don't necessarily need yeah. to insert Kyrie into this. No, definitely not. It's, yeah. it's just, been, it's just, it's just interesting because like he plays two games and then he's like, oh, I'm injured again. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if he's trying to do the Shaq move that like Shaq used to do like True. later in his career, but it's like. Shaq had other players around him that allowed him to take this time off. I'm not saying the Nets don't have that, but they don't have KD, who is like their main other piece yet back. Yeah, exactly. I would. I would. I mean, like you said, Liz. Go ahead. He's doing the most off the court and doing the least on the court, and so I dropped his ass in fantasy. I was like, I'm sick of your shit. You know what? I did see that he was on our waiver wire, and I was like, she let him go. Damn. Smart move. Smart move. Yeah. Well, I I just want to say, like, before we move on, is that uh, with Ky- because I think we're gonna talk about Kyrie, and that's it. And we're, I don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> because we have a lot of good stuff to talk about. But he his whole thing is that he wanted. He said what he's trying to do is the way he's going to keep his legacy going is by creating championship out of this organization. But his idea of creating championship is not what is going to jive in the chemistry you, you saw it have when he got in a he got in a, a fight with lebron you know in cleveland uh boston none of them were good enough look at them now they're like soaring and then he goes to uh the nets where he's like okay i'm the chosen one i'm supposed to be here and i said from the beginning he is problematic and he's a cancer and uh, not like the sign, but like a cancerous uh, <laughs> being, you know, yeah. like an illness. A virus. He's a virus. Yeah. And and I know that we also talk about like maybe he has mental health issues and there's all these things. And he talks about like, oh, entertainment is bringing, you know, we we're just here. The media uses this entertainment. He has all these things that he talks, 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 talks. And I would just like to see him play because he is so good. Yep. He is so good. And yet. That all that stuff that he brings, those those layers, those multitudes that he brings, is what, in essence, will never allow him to be the greatness that he could be. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. Okay, folks, we're gonna move it along. I like that. <laughs> <gasps> So we wanted to talk about Women Crush Wednesday because there is sports history happening day, day, over day, over day, over week, over week. Last week, we talked about the historical CBA for the WNBA. Huge. Huge, right? Huge. We unpacked. Uh, we want to unpack it more. I think it's an evergreen discussion. We want to have some people come in and talk to us more that are NBA, WNBA focused. Um, but with that said, um, we have a, such an amazing moment in history right now with Katie Sowers. We cannot, we talked about yep. her a little bit, uh, with last Heather, week. Heather Turman, who was here last week. Um, because Heather. the, 
I'm sorry, Heather. I love Heather. Oh, you yeah. love Heather. Yeah. Um, who, yeah, she's amazing. Uh, who we talked about it because uh, it was the conference championships. Yep. And so we were talking about our predictions for the Super Bowl. And she wanted K- K- Kansas City and uh, 49ers. And I-, I was saying that, you know, I've been, a, my whole family is 49er fan. So by default, we're 49er. I'm a 49er fan. But they played over this Sunday and the Niners won hands down. Like, it wasn't even a competition. Right? It oh, was crazy. Like, thanks. Oh, it was, I had it in the background, but I was just like, every once in a while I'd look up and be like, damn. It was a two-man show. It was yeah. Raheem on the it offense, was. just running all over the place. Yeah, Raheem, Monster. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, uh, then, Monster, uh, yeah. and then the defense just suffocating Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's funny because Skip Bayless oh, was like, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were uh, basically unveiled as the frauds that they've always been. So, oh, well, yeah. oh, first of all, Skip, Skip talks a lot about that. <laughs> They, he talks a lot. I, I agree with Skip on this season. I thought mm-hmm. their record of was it thirteen and three, whatever yeah. it was, was a bit, um, you know, inflated. They got lucky in a bunch of games. I mean, they beat the Redskins, I think, by five during the regular season. Mm-hmm. They barely beat the Lions. Mm-hmm. You know, they pulled out a lot of lucky games, and and then and in those lucky games, it just didn't seem that they were this team. I thought New Orleans would have given right. San Francisco a better game. Hell, Seattle would have definitely. Right. So. Yeah, well, they are, they're out, and I think a lot of people are, I, from what I heard last episode, uh, NFL would have been happy to see Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes mm-hmm. against one another, but as we have it, now we have, was Jimmy Garoppolo, is that yep. his name? And he was with the Patriots yep. before, wasn't he? Was, he was, yes, yes. He was so with, yes. he was a Brady backup. Yeah, so he is yep. now um, going to the Super Bowl, and... The history that we're talking about with Katie is she's the first woman and openly gay NFL coach of the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm just it's insane, like how awesome it is to say that. It's big in a lot of ways. It's big in a lot of ways. ways. You know, I mean, it's history being made, but I think it just also opens up that door you know, for other females to come yeah. in and be a part of an organization, whether it's front office, on the field, whatever Absolutely. it may be, in a major yep. way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I was reading um, a little piece because I was doing some research, and she said it said she was once rejected from a volunteer coaching position because of her lifestyle, um, and now she's going, you know, to the Super Bowl. So that is awesome to know like she was able to overcome that and we always talk about like um representation mattering here you know and how if uh first off uh, women see her other women or girls that want to be in the nfl will see her and then uh Mm -hmm. lgbtq you know that is that is underrepresented in sports as far as people wanting to be open about what their gender fluidity is or their uh, orientation and so it's nice that she's can be open about it you know she's not trying to hide that that part of it I think it's so super important um she also began her American football career in the women's football alliance uh with full contact so it's a full contact league and that's so fucking awesome I know so we know we know someone else I'm gonna see if we can get her on the show but I that is really awesome um, Karen, you put some other facts here. Why don't you go through these? Yeah, so um, the one the fact that I really like, and it's kind of tying to you talking about how 
girls and women now are going to be able to see her and believe in themselves. Um, so back in 2014, when Becky Hammond joined the coaching staff for the Spurs, Katie posted on her IG a photo of Becky and herself, and her caption read, I'm coming for the NFL. And in an article I read about her, um, she said this was pivotal, a pivotal moment and the reason that made her think that she could coach in the NFL. So I thought that was just, mm-hmm. you know, what is that, six years ago? And to see that all come into fruition and for her to have that spotlight in general, you know, she's the second female um, on a coaching staff in the NFL and the first, like you said, openly gay. So I don't know. It's, it's inspirational for, for me in a lot of ways, but um, she's also leading the pack for for a lot of people in in not just the NFL, but in sports in general. And it's, um, it's really cool and inspiring to just kind of dig into her as, you know, we're prepping for this segment for today. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I was about to say the same thing. It's, it, it doesn't just open the door and open the conversation just for the NFL. It's all leagues, Major yeah. League Baseball, hockey, right. soccer, all this stuff. You know, right. I mean, I, you know, I, I strongly believe that there are so many women, U.S. women's national team that can play in the MLS and be better than mm. half the dudes in the NMLS. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just I, I just think it's 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 a really, really great thing to see. Um, and, you know, it's just. Everybody always talks about, well, knowledge of the game. And it's like half these guys that coach, half these guys that commentate, they never played the game. They never right. set foot on a field. So what's the difference between that, you know, and, and, and her? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, she has football knowledge. She has a football IQ. She's great. Yeah. And I do also believe, like, you know, women don't have to compete with men to prove that they're good at something. And I think that's a that's a falsehood that's been perpetuated. Yeah. and. They don't need to be validated in that way. If you're just good at what you do, I think that's what's really important. And I think that, um, you know, if as if this is something that can be done, it also opens the conversation for all of human rights, right? Everybody's human rights and, and everybody being able to do what they love to do. And it's unfortunate that, you know, you had someone like Colin Kaepernick on the 49ers and, and what transpired around that, um, and hopefully, you know, with what they're able to do with Katie, it's also moving the conversation to what he wanted yeah. to do and how he can stand for that. You know, I will say this, though, you know, as happy as I am to see the best two teams play in the Super Bowl, part of me didn't want to see the 49ers because of this cap narrative mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. now yeah. all these all okay. these haters who hate cap, who are 49ers fans, be like, see, cap's now not the last player to take us to yeah. a Super Bowl. It's this yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy fits a mold. Yeah, you know, good-looking dude oh, was yeah. with the Pats. You All know. American. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's 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 we are complicated. We're complicated uh, human beings. We're messy, mm-hmm. um, and I just think like the best <laughs> thing we can do is have these conversations, and you know, hopefully, you know, see what happens from there. Someone listening will be like. Yeah, let's talk about that shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, WNBA. We have some. Oh, wait. Before we move on, um, just quickly with a follow-up with the Super Bowl. Uh, it is going to be February 2nd, 2020 in Miami. Our producer, uh, Kendall, will be there. God bless her. 
<laughs> oh, hopefully she doesn't get the. She'll get that Miami heat. <laughs> Miami heat flu. She'll get that Miami heat. <laughs> get, get sleep. Get sleep because you ain't going to have any of it next week. Um, let's see. Um, she and Heather last episode predicted uh, Chiefs and Niners. So that's awesome. They, they got their wish. Um, let's see what else. Um, the point spread. Liz, I think you, I remember you saying uh, Niners all the way, though. Winning oh, the yeah, Bowl, for sure. So. I mean, yeah, because yeah. that's all I, I just know the Niners from my family. I could really care less. Like, <laughs> I, if, if they weren't playing, then I'd be like, oh, okay, my family would be what? sad. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, pass the, the chips and dip at the party. Um, yep. The point spread is a minus one to KC, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And so that, That's going to change. That's going to change. Over I, next you know week, what, though? I don't know, man. I think it'll go one, one and a half because they're fairly. It's not going to change huge. Yeah. Unless someone big name, Tyreek Hill, a Kelsey, sure. someone gets injured. Right. You know, then you'll see the, the spread. Yeah. Go. Because it was at one, one point five, one point five, and then it went to one. But yeah. it's still been in the favor of Kansas City. Yep. So. As um, it should be. They're, st- they're very uh, comparable teams is from what I've read. So we'll see what we'll see what happens there. Um. Let's see what else. Oh, and also the national anthem will be sung by Demi Lovato. So she just got yeah, she's got a new tattoo and a new boyfriend. It's all very sad. Um, let's see. Which the, ha- the tattoo or the boyfriend or both? I kind of think both. I don't know. I. <laughs> what's you know what's what? the tattoo of? Uh, Do we was, know? Yeah, I mean, I, I I remember seeing it on Instagram and just shaking my head and moving on. But I was it like Chinese letters? No, or, or it had something to do characters? with like like they did a shared one. I think they got like a shared tat or something. I don't oh. know. Yeah, oh. that's that's I think the disappointing part. It's a shared tattoo. <laughs> she has a great voice, but she's got she's she's been some places, Is some she? dark places. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, she has. Uh, let's see. The halftime show, as we know, is going to have J-Lo and Shakira. Woo! That is going to be crazy. And I think, I think, uh, um, what's his name's going to make? Pitbull's going to make an appearance. We were saying that. Jay Balvin. Yeah. yeah. We were uh, saying that. Oh. Yeah. So they're going to have a couple Bad of. Bad Bunny? Uh, Bad Bunny. Uh, maybe. I don't know about Bad Bunny. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I wonder if Shakira and J-Lo will be on stage together. I hope so. I, I think it'd be a really cool oh. duet to see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we were saying Gloria Stefan. We'd love to see Gloria Stefan. I think that'd be really cool going up there with the oh, Miami Sound Machine. That oh. That's who I really thought was hoping it would be. And, and you <laughs> know, it still dope. might be. That might be a great surprise. <laughs> oh, here we have. Uh, and then um, Kendall. Kendall in the chat. <laughs> she's saying Gloria Stefan better make an appearance, or I'm out. I going to change you. your flight early, Kendall. I agree with you. <laughs> Um, it says uh, the 49ers baby says if you look at the first half, it's a pick. It's a pick'em. Vegas thinks Niners win the first half, and Casey uh, comes back to win the game. But he says Niners all the way. Well, with a name like 49ers baby, I hope your 49ers all the way. <laughs> I, I agree. With, I agree with everything except for Niners all the way. No offense, Niners. I mean, I hope they win. I have no dog in this fight. I want right. to see a good game, but I agree with Vegas in saying that it's going to be probably San Fran in the first half, and then Casey comes back and just high, high power San offense. Fran, okay. bro. Okay. Am I not allowed to say San Fran? Is it's that a, like it's a, SF. I mean. <laughs> 
I'm an East Coast boy. Yeah, you know, right, I know how this sorry. works. We know you ain't yeah. from the West. Listen, yeah, I'm just, as long as I think I don't say Frisco, we're cool, right? The Frisco yeah, is like. No, even... Frisco's cool. I grew up saying Frisco, so uh, I, I don't know where Frisco. that came from. All right, I don't okay. know. All right, whatever. Uh, uh, let's see. So that was that's just a wrap on the Super Bowl. So we got that. Um, we have NBA news. So the 2020 NWNBA schedule is out. Uh, Karen, book your flight for June. That's the first Sparks home game. Going to do this, baby. Uh, I think they have like five road trips before they do their home game. So someone did not like the Sparks in in the schedule making. Um, So check that out. We might be posting some stuff up. A couple other things. Maya Moore is going to miss another season because she's going to continue to focus on her criminal justice reform efforts. Um, I'll put this link in our episode notes, but Kurt Streeter of the New York Times did a really good piece about what she's doing and who she's uh, the inmate that she's working to um, exonerate. And overall, the reform efforts that she's been doing in the criminal justice, it's amazing to read about it. And again, she'll be missing out on a season. Uh, quite frankly, she's she's known as one of the greatest players of the WNBA. And to have her stall her career purposely because of her sole focus of doing this is quite an amazing feat to, it's really great to witness. To see. Um, and then just today was announced Alana Beard, who is a Los Angeles Sparks guard. She was injured for the first half of last season and she came back um, and she's announced her retirement after 13 years. Wow. Of the WNBA. Wow. That's 13 insane. years. I can't believe that's it's been 13. I remember, I remember seeing her in college. <laughs> right? Like that's, you know, like that's. Wow. <sighs> yeah. So she's retiring. You know, I thought that maybe Candace might be putting some right. out there because she's like really been hitting her stride um, as an uh, analyst, you yep, know, talking yep. basketball. And so I thought like, mm, you know, maybe she'd want that so she wouldn't have to travel as much, you know, right. her daughter is getting older, but I'm, I'm hoping that's not on the heels of Atlanta beard. I really <laughs> hope it's not because that's uh, going to be an interesting uh, season it'll, it'll be Derek Fisher's second season with the Sparks, and I um, don't have too much confidence on on him. Um, so I heard they might be shopping around for a new coach. We'll see. But he hasn't had a good uh, had had success as a coach. Um, no, he was with the Knicks. Yeah, and now yeah. So that's like my other thing. It's like why? What was his credentials? Hitting those threes late in the game, bailing out <laughs> Lakers, bailing out Utah, yeah. bailing out some players. Okay, you know, so, so he was a former Laker. That's one credential. What's the other one? Is he, does he live close to Staples so he doesn't have to get worry about traffic? Uh. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I, it's it, I don't know his credentials. I mean, it's you know it's funny you say that because it's he was such a great role player, but as a coach, he's just been a dud. I know. And you know, ugh, anyway. Oh, we got an anonymous Knicks fan in the chat. He oh, says- he's back. <laughs> He wasn't he wasn't here last episode, so he's here now and he's saying hashtag fire Fisher. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. As I'm looking at the final score for the Laker Knicks games, uh Lakers one hundred, New York Knicks ninety two. So woo, 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 a little bit closer than what you thought. Yeah, which that's what scares me about the Lakers season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but that happened. Uh, Karen, you had some other stuff here for the WNBA. Do you want to go over this? No, I just wanted, you know, I pulled Alana Beard's stats for, oh, okay. for 13 years. 
uh, in the league, WNBA champ in 2016, WNBA Defensive Player of the Year 2017-2018, WNBA All-Star 2005-06-07-09, most career steals with 697, and all-time steals leader in Mystics history, and she's Duke's first National Player of the Year. And that's just like a sample of her stats. I didn't put everything on there. So just wanted to kind of give her her glory in retirement. Gosh, Women Crush Wednesday for sure. Oh, sure. Love it. Love it. Okay. So we are going to, we're still talking balls, but we had, <laughs> we, this is a, this is a request that we talk about this from our guest. And ah. we are now going to switch gears super quick and talk about another sports history of the day. Derek Jeter being inducted into the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, to, to pause Thanks on this minute. real quick. Let's see. Are you going to play some music? Oh, okay. So, I'm, it is okay. a an emotional week for a lot of New York fans, especially today, because not only did Jeter, you know, he's getting going to Cooperstown, mm-hmm. but Eli Manning is officially going to announce his retirement from playing for the Giants on Friday. Is that really that emotional Whoa. for New York uh, I, fans? I, yeah, I mean, okay. as, a, as 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 a Giants fan, and like the you know, obviously, there's Mets fans, there's Yankees fans, there's Jets fans, there's mm-hmm. Giants fans. But for a Giants fan uh, and Giants and Yankees fans, this is this is a big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, seeing Jeter, you know, get into the Cooperstown, getting to Cooperstown is fantastic. I am a little sour on the fact that it wasn't unanimous. There was one guy. I know. I was wondering who that was. I've heard rumors that some dude from Barstool, okay. which wouldn't surprise me. Right. But, you know, it's just, it, he's the captain. He was, listen, he spanned three decades of greatness. The 90s, sure. the 2000s, and 2010s. Sure. And it's just, it's it's great to see. And like, you know, today when he put on the, Cooperstown Jersey, you know, they said, what, you know, what was your, you know, shining moment in your career? And he said, just always wanted to be a Yankee. I've always dreamed of being a Yankee, being a shortstop for the Yankees. And, you know, to be able to do that and play at such a high level for so many years and break so many records, uh, it's, it's I, awesome. Okay, so when we lived, okay, let me, let's go to the chats really quick. Um, anonymous <laughs> Knicks fans, uh, 922, <laughs> said beating the Knicks by eight it equals a loss. Okay. Respect. Um, Sparks should fire Fisher and hire Matt Barnes. Agreed. Uh, uh, K- wow. Uh, Kay Freer is saying Eli Manning is a derp face and should have retired a while ago. I'm kind of in that camp. Am I wrong? I mean, you can have your opinions. I mean, Kendall is a fan of the Raiders whose QB has the forehead the side yeah. of Mount, Mount Vesuvius. So, like, I don't really don't know. You know, you can talk shit all you want but i think the last time the raiders were even in the super bowl was 2002 with rich gannon and how did that go again yeah how do, oh they got spanked hey i just by the uh, bucks like uh, wow i'm not even like in, he... look i'm not even in football but i did think like eli manning should have retired I thought he was gone already. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? We're terrible. At NFL Listen, fans, you so. can say he could have retired five years ago. You said retired four years ago. I think he got the short end of the stick when it came to uh, personnel changes and personnel moves that were made. He had a crappy O line for the last five years of his career. The dude can't move. The dude couldn't move in his prime. He's not going to be able to move the last five years in his career. And I think he would have had. You put him behind like a sturdy O line. I think he's definitely a, 
a serviceable quarterback, if not a playoff contending quarterback. I mean, he proved that. I mean, McAdoo was a joke. They had right now the Giants I are freaking mess. We're not going to get into it. Let's talk about. I'm surprised yeah. a non Knicks fan okay. is trashing so Jeter. Anonymous here. Knicks fan nine two two also said Jeter is the poor man's Didi Gregorius. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, he also Jeter shouldn't have been unanimous um, stat compiler. So. Uh, Mariano Rivera was unanimous. Right, correct. So would you say that Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera are the same? I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say they're the same. Um, I, we used to call, so we would call Derek Jeter uh, a baseball robot because the guy had zero personality. Oh, yeah. He was, you know. And, yeah. And we all know about the gift baskets, right? Oh, I, I know girls who I know, got gift yeah. baskets. We know girls baskets. that got gift baskets. So oh, Karen doesn't know about the gift baskets. That's what you were talking about. So apparently um, Jeter would see find a girl at one of his, you know, g- gatherings at a club or a bar or whatever, and he would have one of his people go and – uh, say, hey, you know what? Uh, Derek Jeter would like to go home with you. And if she agreed, they would go home. Probably have sex. And as uh, Kay Freer is saying in the chats, the Yajits was said to be something that he said as he was climaxing. <laughs> I've, I've also heard rumors like when he's had girls over to his place, he insists that they put on his underwear and they do like a sexy <laughs> dance routine. I've heard all sorts of things. But the Oh my god. The, the gift basket was given after to the lady oh, of the night. <laughs> and that I know someone who got a gift basket. So this has been this is not something that, you know, I think um I think there's truth to that particular one. I don't know about the Yajits, but I think, I, think, I think we all just want to, you know, I think we all just want to, like, put something in there that he said or did, you know, just for the hell of it. I mean, yeah, Jeets is funny. It's let's, real funny. Let's see. Uh, Jeter is an all-time great, but not better than uh, Garrick, DiMaggio, and Ruth. So that's from Anonymous Knicks fan, 922. Um, let's see. Uh, 49ers Baby is saying, same dude who didn't vote for Jeter must have been the same one who d- didn't vote for Griffey Jr. Okay. Um, Anonymous Knicks fan Mo makes more sense as unanimous. Uh, there is no argument how dominant and unique he was. Jeter 100%. just went, just knew how to handle the press. Yeah, that's true. Uh, K Freer said he used to watch his highlights butt naked and yell Yajis too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I want to know where Kendall's getting. Kendall is getting these these sources. Fa- source. I want sources. And you know, you know, in terms of, I completely agree. Mo was the, definitely the more dominant player of all the Yankees in this yeah. in this era. But you know, to say that Jeter was just like a guy that can handle the media, he had so many college plays that the, no, that if, the, if he I didn't agree. do those, the Yankees wouldn't advance to the playoffs. I, okay, so I I was there for his last game, and it was emotional right. and it was amazing. And we were also there when like his fucking leg got broken. <laughs> Yo, he's just trying to start but, stuff. You're a uh, non-Knicks fan. A Rod over Jeter. I mean, that's 100 percent correct. Sure, if you. I mean, but are we talking about? <laughs> are we talking about post steroids, okay. pre steroids? What are we who talking about? Matter? Okay, who today? Who do you? 
Who do you want to hang out with? A-Rod or Jeter? Well, I mean, because listen, because of the PR thing with okay, him dating prior, J-Lo. Prior to... P- prior to J-Lo? Yes. Prior to J-Lo. Yes. I'm definitely hanging out with Jeets. No way. All right, he'd give me a gift basket wow. and I can hand oh, it out to no. somebody, all right? I would totally hang out with A-Rod because he oh, likes the bops. <laughs> he uh, likes older women. He dated Madonna. That's true. Yeah. His, yeah. He likes muscular older women. <laughs> but the most success he had when he was dating Kate Hudson. <laughs> Isn't Madonna and J-Lo both Leos, too? I mean. I think so. I think you're he right. He likes his fire. Let's see. Uh, Anonymous Nick's fan 92. Jeet supposedly loved to get his salad tossed. Okay. So that's. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is taking a real spin. Um, Everybody each their own. I don't pre, think they're wrong with that. Pre and post steroids, A-Rod is greater than Jeter. Okay, so that's Anonymous wow. Knicks fan, 92 opinion. Look, we love, we love Derek. When I, when we lived in New York, I tell, I'm telling you, there would be nobody that would say no to doing something with Derek Jeter. <laughs> Whether right. it's wearing his underwear, getting a gift basket, salad tossing, whatever the case was, he is New York's Mr. Baseball. Hands down. Totally agree. Besides, uh, what is it, Reggie Jackson? Yeah. You know, who's Mr. October. Yeah, they're saying um, Jeets is Mr. November. Okay, that's fair. Um, he did do, he, he also uh, called out Matsui for not, mm-hmm. for uh, <laughs> for speaking English. Because they were like, oh, did you, when it was Matsui's birthday, they were like, oh, did you say happy birthday to him in Japanese or whatever? And he's like, no, why? He knows English. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the dude tries all game. I don't think he wants to try after the game. You know what I mean? That's why he makes gift baskets. Um, let's see. Uh, but, but here's fan, the thing with but... A-Rod and A-Rod and sure, if you want to say A-Rod's the better player, I will agree with that. You know, he's a better true hitter, but a true Yankee, Jeter will always be. A-Rod to me That's was, true. you know, I mean, he was just there. He no. helped win one championship where, where Jeter helped five. I mean, also, with Mo. I believe it was because of Jeter that, that, um, what's his name went to third base. That A-Rod went to third base because I think he originally played shortstop, yes. but they were like, no, yes. Jeter is going to be shortstop, so you have to move to third base. So there's just a lot of Derek Jeter. I agree. He's. I'm glad he – A-Rod will never get to be in the um, Hall of Fame because of steroids. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe eventually. Because as we as we see with these Hall of Fame right. votes, like Barry Bonds and those no, guys, I don't think they they're, will. They're, yeah, they're, Barry Bonds is on there. Their number, their their percentage numbers keep on going up, up and up each year, and I think that's just because the old guard is changing and the young guard doesn't know as much of the history of the steroid scandal as yep. you know as they should. Well, let's see. Let's let, anonymous Knicks fan says that he does. Uh, based on most stats, A Rod is more clutch. And he owns a Jeter jersey, T and Cat. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, Jeter's last game was the greatest <laughs> sports moment I have seen in person. Uh, K Freer says cool. A Rod supposedly had a picture of himself as a centaur. That is correct. I believe that. He also had those pictures, remember, where he did that GQ spread where he was yep. kissing himself in yep. the mirror. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I remember that. <laughs> so fucking good. Um, let's see. Um, let's What else? Kay Freer re- uh, reads her dead spin. Ha, ha, ha. That's funny. And <laughs> an honest next fan, 92, says a listener. Okay, so we're going to put a cap because we can go on and on with, with the Yankees. Oh, yeah. We, um, got, 40, we got less than 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, we got to go. roll. We got a lot to do. So congratulations, Derek Jeter. <laughs> captain, my captain. <laughs> congratulations. Get with the cap. Get with the cap. Yeah, Jeets. 
<laughs> Moving on. I'm going to um, try that one night, see if it works <laughs> and how it works and what happens. I'll report back. Please let us know. <laughs> um, let's see. What else are we going to do? Um, I'm going to skip over those other history things, Karen. We're going to go straight into the roundup. So roundup. Is it, are you cool if we just go straight into roundup? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, it could be part of the roundup if we find time. It's all good. Okay, sorry. I'm not as good as Kendall with all these knobs and such, but we are now going to talk about <laughs> NBA Roundup. Okay, so tonight, the return of Zion. Hey, hey. Um, I think they're playing the Spurs, which I was looking, as I was looking at the, um, the when I was doing my power rankings, the Spurs have ended winning streaks for like uh, the Laker, no, I forget who, it was like three teams winning streaks that they completely like spanked, so... The, the Spurs are there, people. Don't don't count them out. Um, so the return of Zion against the Spurs. I found this this uh, from the score on Instagram said the cheapest pair of tickets to see Zion's debut is fifty one dollars. That's for a pair of tickets. The cheapest pair of tickets to see the Lakers versus the Nets is a four hundred and twenty six dollars. Which would Damn. you rather go to? I think I want to go to the Pelicans game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if the cheapest pair is fifty, what is fifty one dollars? You said, yeah. then like an average pair is like a hundred, right? You know, so I can get like good seats, right? Right. You know, is it is it in is it in San Antonio or in I think Nola? it's at the Smoothie Smoothie King Center or whatever. It's <laughs> his name. So it's not the name of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, Smoothie King. Yeah, Smoothie King. It's at the Smoothie King. Um, K Freer is saying there's zero points for Zion so far. Wow. Okay. Um, let's see. He just got two points on an offensive cutback. Okay. So he's rolling. <laughs> he's starting to heat up people. Um, so he's back. My question to you guys. Okay. Um, with Brendan Inger is definitely an all-star in my opinion. I think he's an all-star. Drew holiday is back in the lineup. Their starting five uh, mm-hmm. for the Pelicans are now going to be, uh, holiday at, at PG, Ball is the shooting guard. B.I. is a small forward. Zion, power forward. And Derek Favors is a center. Um, and they're currently four teams. There's currently four teams ahead of them. Uh, you got the Grizzlies, Spurs, Blazers, and Suns uh, before the playoff berth. Do we think the Pels will surprise everyone and make it into the playoffs. Zach, I'll let you go first because you're our guest. I don't know their full schedule, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're going to come close. Hmm. They'll get, you know, they'll do a nice rise, get to nine, but I think they'll be out by like a half game game Mm. to make that playoff spot. Okay. Um, I just, I just think, not that it's too late in the game. I just think, you know, with Drew coming back, Zion coming back to develop that chemistry, Hmm. you know, and to figure out who's going to be, you know, it's just going to be something that's going to take them a month. And by that time happens, We'll be, you know, into March, and there's not, not enough games for them to come back. And I think they'll make a lot of nice surprise wins, mm-hmm. big, big-time wins. But in the end, I think they'll just fall short. Do you think that Zion should have stayed out for the season? <sighs> I think he should have stayed out until All-Star break. Okay. I think I think going out to All-Star break would have been, you know, if they were, in, if they were a seven seed at this point or something like that, then sure. Um, but I think... He, they they should have and I get wanting to play him. I mean, he's the guy you traded for. He's right. you know he's I mean he's not the trade for, but he's the guy that you want. Right. 
and uh, you want to see these. This is what they're selling the tickets as. But I think uh, staying out to at least all-star break and really trying to see what happens is the best way. Karen, do you think that they will surprise everyone and make the playoffs? No. And I agree with that. Like, honestly, I the only reason he's starting now is it because numer- numerically they could potentially have uh, a chance at the playoffs. Um, but, again, you know, we, we're seeing it with our, like, rookies from last year. They're mm. gaining momentum now in their second year, right? And I just think it's like first pancake. That's my theory about mm. things. The first attempt at things is going to be a bit of a shit show. You know, like Zach was saying, chemistry has to be built. We talk about this all the time. It's not about stats and athleticism. It's a team sport. You know, there, there needs to be that dynamic and it's just so late in the game. I I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to agree with you both that it's not going to happen, but I also think that they have to overcome. um, I could see them getting over on the Grizzlies because of where they're at, but I don't see them overcoming um, the Blazers or the Suns, especially because both of those teams oh, are yeah. super. Well, the Suns, I'm surprised that they're even in the position that they're in, and as, I'm actually surprised that the Blazers aren't doing better. But I see that they have the drive to probably make it. Why are you surprised by the Suns? Um, because they're still young, and I think like okay. they just have they don't really have superstar. I mean, they have Devin Booker. Yeah, um, I just feel like they've gotten so many so many early draft picks that it, they have to have something a product to put out that could be contendable. It, well, it is. You I know. think it is, but I just don't think that you know. I think that the reason why they're in the position that there is is because the defaults in the Blazers and the Spurs. Got you. Because I think if they had if they weren't in the position that they're in right now. Kind of behind the eight ball, I don't think the Suns would be in the conversation. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a good point. So that's yeah. where that's where I stand with that. Um, but I do like. I'm ex- actually. Ex- it'll be exciting to see what these Pelicans do. I think Brandon Ingram, man, like fucking a. I expected a lot, but I didn't expect what I'm seeing, and I'm excited. I think. He's, I mean, he's yeah, he's on fucking fire. Yeah, yeah, he's a player that you know everybody when they picked him and they had him on his team was hoping to be, and now he's doing it. And I think maybe he's in a better position to do what he wants to do. Again, we think about the um, emotional state. We think about. I know Karen and I talk a lot about like how is that person's character, you know, where they're at, and sometimes the limelight of Los Angeles or even New York, yeah. you know, you have to have kind of nerves of steel. And sometimes if you don't have that, you get yeah. someone like what's happening with Kyle Kuzma. Case in point, look at Dwight. Yeah, look at, exactly. look at Dwight's in that place right now. Exactly. Um, moving along, Damian Lillard. This is a shout out to our Rip City Roller, Ooh. our one of our fans. She um, made sure to text me. And Damian Lillard did 61 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 three points on MLK versus, sorry, Karen, Golden State Warriors. I, I, I watched that game. I, that was a, you know, it was a fun game to watch. Um, but, like, Dame was the only one that showed up. <laughs> what? Obviously why he has 61 points. Obviously. I mean, uh, the they, they are saying that Carmelo is playing better than he's ever been played. Um, and I think, again, I think I think that perhaps the pressure is off. Yeah, he's not that guy. He's not the yeah, middle of, you know, true. 10 years ago that everybody wants him to be. Yeah. He just he's there as the role player and does what he has to do. And and he has he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. Oh yeah. Same as you know, CP3. Those guys, oh, you man. know, they all have oh, chips on their time. shoulders. You know, I will tell you CP3 is basically like I'll give fucks. I don't fuck everybody up. 
because I've been seeing him play what he did to the Rockets. How, he is a good player. He's an all-star player. It's just a shame that he's hasn't been able to get the ring. He's been shifted. And now this is what it's, uh, Karen and I talk about this all the time. When you see players that get a, a kind of a bum, uh, you know, team or maybe they're not like you know being traded but they make the best of what they have yeah and then i think uh, that's what i think cp3 is doing but i think i think that's you know coming to your second point and getting you know making the best of what he has is only uh recent right you know what i mean yeah. because he could have done that with the clippers he yeah. definitely could have done that with houston those are two yeah. great teams and with with the clippers you know they had some uh, unfortunate other accidents, injuries, yeah. and other stuff that happened to them that didn't let them advance. But you're right. But on top of it, too, I mean, you had the, a dominating Gold State Warrior team that was just not going to allow the Clippers to do anything. Right. You know? Yeah. So, got that. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, what do you got in? You got something for What the Fuck Warriors? No, I don't um, because it's, like, non-news. But... <laughs> Going with the what the fuck theme, I do have a what the fuck James Harden. <laughs> like, where is this guy? Uh, he missed, yeah. what was he? He was 17 and he was one in 17 of his mm-hmm. shots on mm-hmm. the 20th. So that's 16 misses, three point misses then. he And like, he's got the record for the most three pointers missed. Wait, who is uh, this? Harden. Oh, okay. James Harden. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's checked out, what's going on, or if him and Westbrook's great game is just throw shit up in the air and hope for the best. <laughs> that's uh, a D'Antoni system, in I my think, opinion. Yeah, I think that's like, you know, a little bit, throw shit up in the air and see what sticks or, or you know, splashes. Uh, let's see really quick for uh, the chat. Um, Anonymous Knicks fan 922 keep in mind that OKC are going to be uh, sellers at the deadline. Yeah. And K Freer, again, great parking in OKC, yes. Great parking. Yeah, that was part of a fan pitch. So (laughs) (laughs) great parking. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, uh, Scoring sixty one on the Warriors. The clown emoji. Of course, of course. The clown would do that. Uh, Okay, anonymous Knicks fan nine two two. Wait, is Liz saying something good about Chris Paul, or is there a different CP three in the NBA? Yes, I know. I have been I critical did. of him because he, it, let me just say, if Rondo did spit in his face at that game, I can understand why, because even I would want to spit in Chris Paul's face. But at the same time, <laughs> I I can't not deny that he's a great player. You know, there's things about his personality that I don't care for. And I think he's a shit starter. And he, like when that guy didn't yep. have his jersey tucked in and he pointed it out to the ref. So the the guy got a technical. Okay, shit like that. Like, what a narc. What a bitch. He's such a bitch. <laughs> That's a narc move. Uh, it, it, sure, it's a definitely <laughs> so narc move. Narc but you know what? Move. Those are the rules. And, you know, you, got, you, play, you play the rules. You play the rules. I'm not saying it's not a narc bitch move, but, you know. But it is, but it is. Okay, so, um, yes, I did say something good about CP3. But you know what? He's an OKC. Besides beyond great parking, he's an OKC. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Uh, love is in the air. So Kyle Kuzma grabbed dinner with recently single Vanessa Hudgens, who just broke up with her actor boyfriend, Austin Butler. And she was formerly with Zac Efron, I believe as well. It's that hair. Yeah. Bleach blonde hair. They were at a Brooklyn hotspot, Lilia. 
and cu- and Kuz was taking advantage mm-hmm. of a Lakers day off in between getting spanked by the Celtics. They lost by 32 points at that game and playing the Knicks, which apparently they won today by a handful of points. So I just got breaking news on that. She's all, nah, he's just a friend. So <laughs> she friend zoned him really? ASAP. Yeah. Where did you see that? <laughs> I just saw it on like Instagram. She's like, no, we were f- having friends dinner. So y'all need to stop because nah. Damn. She's Damn. All, <laughs> straight friend zone. Yeah, they je- they're definitely trading coups now at, at the halfway mark. You know, that's a, that's a big ego blow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she boxed him out. She's out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. They they said they were laughing, having a good time, and drinking red wine. Let's see. Um, Kay Freer says, "What you doing, Vanessa? Hey, it was just a friend's dinner, so I know." Kendall- we got to talk about Kendall and her love for dudes with. Like blonde tips and bleach blonde no, she hair. Hate, she hates the. Uh, uh, really? Uh, she's not a fan of Kuz. Oh, not? Okay. No, she's not a fan of Kuz. I think you meant like, what you doing? No, like as in, why are you doing this, Ken- uh, Vanessa? Gotcha. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, Kendall has expressed her disappointment in Kyle Kuzma and would rather his game speak for him and not his stupid outfits. So, got that going for you. And his new hair. Um, so she friend zoned him. That's done. It, uh, we'll see I what feel happens. You cruise. I've been friend zoned a lot. Hit me up if you want some <laughs> advice. Uh, <laughs> Fair Coos is thumbs down. Okay. Let's see. What else? Uh, I, you know, this also Dwight Powell, the uh, center for the Mavericks has suffered a season ending torn Achilles tendon. Oh, that must hurt uh, so fucking bad. Those are the worst. Cause they, there's, you know, I feel like that's the worst injury. Yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's so minor, like a paper cut, but it hurts the most. Like, ugh, it takes know. the longest to recover from. I'm not like, ugh. I I feel bad for him. And, you know, Porzingis was talking about that last game where he injured himself and then they end up losing. And Porzingis was saying, hey, you know, I needed to step up, what have you, which is probably the case because the zinger going to zing, you know, stop <laughs> the steps going to snap. <laughs> I, I feel I feel that every time I watch him run down the court, I'm like, man, those legs are just gonna like snap like matchsticks. So you know, it is it, it's it's always awful to hear about like a season-ending um, injury, especially one like that. We wish him well. Um, also, uh, I believe they did the David Stern memorial today. You know, he passed away from oh shit complications of his, yeah. uh, was it aneurysm or something? Yeah. So you know, uh, we wish his family well. Um, he was very well liked by the NBA because they he got them a lot of money. So good he on did him. great marketing for them yeah. and marketing other him. players and a, and a lot of worldwide. You know he got yeah. them worldwide. Yep. So good good on him and uh, we hope he rests in peace. Let's see. I think we're re- are we ready? Well, I'm done with my roundup. Let's see. You got anything else, Karen? Nope. No. 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 All right. Let's do this. Let's move it along. Okay, Kendall, this is where you're up. I know you're in the chats. Um, So as you guys know, we do a segment called Forever Fan Freer, and we Mm -hmm. have received two more pitches. All right. 
She's not in today, but the show must go on. She's on chat, so we're going to monitor the chats. Kendall, you just fire away when you hear something you want me to stop on. The teams that are being pitched today are the Miami Heat. Ooh, okay. And the Cleveland Cavaliers. (laughs) 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 Kendall, if you're on the chats, let me know if you have a preference to who you want me to read first. Um, The Miami. He wants you to get it over with with the Cavs. (laughs) (laughs) My my prediction. Uh, We have Believeland. That's right. Uh, so we have two pitches. So for those of you who may not know, Kendall Freer does not have a forever NBA team. And we are taking submissions or fan pitches um, from fans to pitch their team, their NBA team, to Kendall. And she will choose who she will be a forever fan of by the All-Star break, which ends up being... Um, good because the all-star break starts on valentine's day so it will be kendall giving her heart so romantic very romantic very uh candlelight (laughs) dinner at the sizzler so (laughs) kendall has spoken she says (laughs) or the red lobster what did she say oh hey yeah i'll do that do the red lobster i love their cheesy biscuits um, yes. <laughs> let's see. So, uh, Kay Freer is saying, oh, good ones. Oh, good, good, good. I'm glad you like these. And she wants the calves first. So what Karen said, LOL. Okay. So I'm going to start. Kendall, be ready. Listen, here we go. Let's, we're, this is something new guys. We're trying. She's going to be on the chat. Remember she was very ill. So please, um, bear with us. Oh, wait. Anonymous Knicks fan is saying Cleveland did He's overcome. He's trying to Ugh. jab at me okay. again. I know Cleveland it. Cleveland <laughs> did overcome a 1-3 deficit to win an NBA championship. Yes. True. Something the, Nick, the Knicks haven't done in a long time. But yeah. that's not – yeah, but that's not this season's Cavs. Let's be – let's yeah. keep it real. Okay. <laughs> so let, let's not squash this fan's dreams just yet. <laughs> let me read the pitch, and we'll go from there. Um Let's see. So this is the, are you ready, Kendall? Because I'm going to read the Cleveland Cavaliers pitch. Here we go. Hi, I'm Alex from Clark Fulton, born and raised, and I am a lifelong Cavs fan. I love my Cavs, but here's why you shouldn't. (laughs) Okay. Are you from Cleveland? No? Okay, that's a good start. Without LeBron, we are irrelevant. It's cold here. Very, very cold. Our owner is a joke. We have no plan. An old coach who called uh, his team thugs. No superstar player. No young budding core. No reason for hope. Best of luck with your decision. When you figure it out, let me know. I might join you. (laughs) That's more like a eulogy than like a fan pitch. Jeez. Now it's from Alex. So um, I'm going to say that uh, there wasn't very really many positives there. So I think Alex needs to be part of this with Kendall. Then. I know. Maybe <laughs> we need to have to have uh, Alex get a fan. So, Kendall, any thoughts on that one? Uh, Welp. Sold. You can't, Kendall, do not pity forever fan a team. Okay. 
Do not pity FF a team. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, don't pity fuck that shit. Um, or you'll be like a Mets fan for the rest of your life. Uh, anonymous Knicks fan 92. <laughs> Cavs owner knows a good font when he sees it. That is correct. Comic Sans, <laughs> baby. Uh, Kay Freer says she feels she needs to check on Alex. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe yeah. actually, maybe Alex is a pseudonym, but it's really Kevin Love <laughs> that wrote this. <laughs> yeah. I think Alex is actually Kevin Love. I think so too. It's like, and also, please get me out of here. Yeah, please <laughs> let me know when you find a team. Tell them your friend Kevin Love wants to join. It's like I'm trying to think about what positive Cleveland has to bring. I'm like, they had the Browns. No, the Indians are the only good thing. And then you have the National Rock Roll Hall of Fame. And that's about it. Yeah. Is that good, though? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a fan. Um, okay. So, wah, wah. That was, <laughs> that was the Cleveland pitch. Here that was is, hilarious, though, actually. Here are 10 reasons. This is Miami Heat. 10 reasons why the heat is on in Miami by Sophia Gutierrez. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, Kendall, but what about the parking? Agreed. We need to know more about the parking. Um, So, oh, an anonymous Knicks fan. Cavs aren't even the worst team in Cleveland, so there is that. Okay. Thanks for that. We're moving on to to Miami. Um, Ten reasons why the heat is on in Miami by Sofia Gutierrez. Ten. Um, team name. We have a cool ass, but more importantly, relevant team name. There are no lakes in Los Angeles. There are no Raptors living in Toronto, Can- uh, Toronto, Canada, and there sure as shit isn't any jazz being played in Utah. The point we make sense in 32 years since our debut, we've never had to move from our home and change names or force a name into a new part market. This is Miami. It is hot here. And we are the heat. Okay, so he got the names. <laughs> That's like an uptake of like, it. you know, a, a Jewish complaint. It's like, it's hot here. That's why we call it the heat. God forbid you have some air conditioning. Uh, let's see. Nine. We don't have a weak fan base. Okay, we just like to arrive fashionably late. The rumors are untrue about our fans. We are hardcore fans who love basketball and love our heat. It's just that Miami, it's hot. Uh, we don't rush to get to places. We could stay cool. We like to stay cool. Not a big deal. Okay. So really playing on this heat thing, aren't we? We're just playing off this. Uh, let's see. There's a Cuban point uh, eight Cuban Hispanic heritage. Do you support minorities? Because we do. The heat don't shy away from its fan base. We embrace it with open arms. The Cuban and Latin American influence of our team and our organization is prevalent and intense, and we're lucky to be able to incorporate the flavor of the city we live in. I will say I love those Miami Vice jerseys. Oh, those were good. Those are fire. Those are good. Oh, my God. The best. Um, Also, I mean, have you seen the Miami Vice City Edition unis? Straight fire. She has it here. There we go. Yep. Uh, Team culture. Riley runs the show, not the players. If your personal ego is larger than that of the teams, you don't fit in here. Although Jimmy Butler, but okay. Uh, Tired of having your team's future dictated by the superstar players? Well, Pat Riley doesn't take shit from the players, not even LeBron. When you come to South Beach, Pat is the boss, which means the players can't hold the team hostage or cause negative media attention. Okay. Uh, Point six, built for now and the future. We have a very young core of contributing players 
yet we're already competing at a very high level, currently seeded two in the East. This roster has the perfect mix of young talent and established veterans. So not only are we made for the present, we're set for the future. In fact, our best player, Jimmy Butler, is only 30 years old and currently still in his prime. Our window for winning is wide open. Oh, there we go. Um, uh, an honest Knicks fan, I do too. He are one of four NBA teams that's name does not end in S. Whoa, I didn't know that. Ooh. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> number f- uh, five, load management. WTF is that? Do Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, and Jimmy Butler look like the kind of dudes who think NBA players need additional rest? Nah. As a fan, if you pay tickets, you can expect to see your favorite players play on a nightly basis and get your money's worth. We're currently 18-1 and at home this season. Uh, Franchise legacy. We win. It's what we do. And we welcome you to join us. Three NBA championships, five conference titles, 13 divisions, all in just 32 years of existence. The Hornets came in the same year. LOL. What have they done? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pat Riley was a, <laughs> Pat Riley was a champion, having already won four chips as a head coach before even arriving to South Beach. NBA greats like Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade, uh, Shaq, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, etc., all played for this team. More to come. Uh, point three: Realistic championship aspirations. Most franchises are delusional, as are their fan bases. Well, we keep it real, and reality is what we have very few. Re- it's that we have very few rebuilding years, and we're usually very competitive. Mediocrity has never been sufficient for us. We expect to compete, and we expect to win, all without even ever tanking. We have some of the best scouts in the entire NBA. I mean, look at the players on our team, and tell me if you heard of them prior to the start of their careers with the Heat. Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, uh, Justice Winslow, uh, and Derek Jones Jr. I mean, are you serious? These guys have turned into ballers. Uh, let's see. Uh, major players in free agency. Always. Miami will always be a major player in free agency. Think about it. South Beach, palm trees, tropical weather, beautiful people. <laughs> there, This is a destination where stars, star players want to be. Hell, Miami in general is a great place where people love to be. Uh, and number one, the dope-ass vacation destination. Consider you living out in the West Coast. Being a fan of the heat gives you a nice excuse to visit the beautiful place that is Miami, Florida. The downtown area is literally on the water. You can go to a game, enjoy great food, and just have an awesome time in a beautiful place. Only a two, two and a half to three hour flight from your hometown in Texas. That's close enough. There you go. That's Ooh, it. That was, a good, that was, a that was good really pitch. good. Although there's one thing I wish she mentioned, wow. you know. Wow. And just, wow. This is just an architectural, you know, freak like myself. Yeah. I just wish she mentioned the Art, the art Deco building. Oh, you that's know, that's, that's just a beautiful place to see in Miami. Yeah. But I did love those yeah. 90s Miami teams with Hardaway and Zoe, Yep. you know, facing off, dueling off against the Knicks. I mean, th- those were those are some great teams. Let's see here. Um, 
Uh, we're going to. Um, I've been high on heat all season in those power rankings. Yes, you have, Kendall. She has. On Oz Next Fan 92, let's never forget the Heat fans leaving the Ray Allen playoff game. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sheila. How do you say that? Uh, Sheila's. Sheila's. Can you read that? I didn't get that. It says, hi, y'all. Hey, hi, y'all. Stop, stop reading these pitches. You heard the best uh, one two weeks ago. Yeah, she came in to uh, pitch the Spurs. So it's true. Uh, let's not forget Dion Waiters and the gummies. That's correct. Yeah. The gummies. Yeah. Yes. Um, see, uh, Sheila L.A. said, Shelly's L.A. says, that Spurs pitch was amazing. Yeah. Well, it was. It was very thorough, I will say. San um, Antonio. There's nothing there. Well, I like it. Uh, Miami does have Mr. Worldwide. That is true. Um, And the Scarface house. That is also true. Um, Very true. Not a bad pitch. Kendall likes this one. I like that pitch. That was a good pitch. Um, Harold Miner was my favorite dunk competitor. That's 49ers baby. Okay. Well, there we go, guys. Kendall has been hot on the heat. So she says high on the heat. So (laughs) she is probably high on the Vicks right now because she's had the flu. (laughs) I love the heat. But okay, Kendall, we'll see. Uh, You got you. I don't know how you kind of have a feeling how you felt about the Cavs one, but I think the heat one has got you heated. So we'll see. Yeah, she's got a lot to think about. She's got a lot to think about. In heat over the heat. The H is O. Um, so again, thank you for your pitches. Please keep sending them in for forever fan freer. Um, she will be picking her forever fan, uh, forever team, forever team, um, by the all-star break. The NBA all-star break is, uh, February the 14th or actually the 16th and the all-star weekend starts on the 14th in Chicago. Um, they they are going to have an NBA, um, all-star draft. On February 6th uh, on TNT. And the team captains will be announced on January 23rd, which I figure it's just going to be LeBron and Giannis again, but yeah. we'll see. Who? Uh, what teams haven't been pitched? Yeah. Do we know? Uh, yeah, I have a list of them. Okay. We don't have to talk about it. That's fine. I was just curious. No, actually, that's a good uh, point because I think it will be important for us to, for people to actually go out and play it. Well, of course, I when I say that I have it and then... I don't. So <laughs> we'll have a list for you. We have a notebook uh, full yeah, of notes. Yeah, I have a notebook <laughs> full of notes, but not the yeah. one that I actually well. need in my to read from, which I made. Okay. No, this was not successful. Sorry, guys. So I do have it. Um, I know that we still have um, – we would hope to get at least 15. I think we're at 11. We were at okay. 11. Okay. Um, and this will make it uh, 13. So hopefully we'll get a couple more in. Uh, I'd love to hear like a Memphis Grizzlies we need. Um, oh, a Grizz one would be I know. good. A Grizz. We still need, uh, I think we still need. Do we do Atlanta Hawks? Atlanta. Rocket. We need Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. We need the Rockets. Raptors. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't gotten the Rockets yet. Yeah. No, not yet. Maybe, Magic. Beyonce, maybe Beyonce can do that Bulls? one. Bulls? Do you get Bulls? We have not got the Bulls. Nope. Hornets. Uh, Magic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a teams, there's huh? still a lot of teams out there, guys. So Celtics. 
Oh yeah. Oh, she put I must be counting on his Nick okay. fans um ten little shit emojis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much my pitch as well. Uh let's see. Kay Freer says here we still need Rockets, T Wolves, Kings, Pelicans, Grizzlies, Jazz, Celtics, Celtics. Hornets. Wow. Nuggets, Hawks, Raptors, Magic, and Bulls. Can't find a Celtics fan? Huh? I don't think we want to find one, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's like so many out there. I don't want to ask them. Yeah, I know a few, and I kind of don't want to have them come in here and pitch, so maybe they can just write it in. I know. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah. So, the NBA All-Star Game, The vote. Uh, just quickly on the voting, they've done the third fan results, and LeBron is still ahead of all the players, and he's actually beating Luka by 149,564. Um, so, yeah. That's that. I, I have power rankings. Let me do power rankings really quick before we – because we want to get your tips. Uh, oh, yeah. So quickly, power rankings. Um, I have the Bucks in first place this week because uh, they, even though they got beat by the Spurs, they were bou- they bounced back and have gone undefeated since then. Um, Lakers in second place. They have been back and forth with the Bucks on these power rankings, but with that one-point loss against the Magic and then the spanking they got with Boston, I figured you got to put them down to number two. Um, the Clips. I have them in third spot. They're definitely showing more consistency and pr- pr- uh, improving with that overall load management. They got they got some, you know, a deep team, and I think we're going to see a lot of those dudes. Yeah. Uh, I put Heat, although I kind of want to put a, put them in fifth. I did bump them up to the fourth place um, because they've definitely been putting up those wins with Butler and Bam as the dynamic duo. And even uh, with Butler was out with an injury, Bam Adebayo has just been on point, and it's been there. They've just been on fire. Very, very, very good uh, with the heat going on. And then in the fifth spot, I put the Jazz because Donovan and Gobert are just another dynamic duo, and I think that they've um, they've had a winning streak. They got beat by the Pels uh, to end their winning streak, but that is my power ranking. Karen, do you agree disagree with the power ranking? Ooh, I feel like, oh, I'm not going to say it. I'm fine. <laughs> what, what, what? I think I'm, these are good. If you want to change them up, I, you know, those are my power rankings. Okay, I'm on the spot. Let me think about it a little what, bit. What about you, Zach? No, I like this. This is, I mean, for right now, this is yeah. a good power rankings for sure. Um, I mean, I've seen ones where, like, you know, people try to put, you know, the Celtics somewhere in there, but it's no. not. Yeah, know, no. that's where I'm struggling here. Yeah. No, well, I, I had the Celtics up there, but I just, no. I think that these power rankings, based on what I've seen recently. Yeah. The Lakers and the Bucks are, have always been one and two. And yes, I am biased because I am a Lakers fan, but I also think they're doing very well. But I always say power rankings mean nothing during the season. It's all comes to playoffs. It's true. And that. Actually, that is a really good segue into our next topic. You ready, Karen? Hold, please. I am. (laughs) 
That's right. We're talking fantasy, which I will also say (laughs) that it does like when in fantasy, um, the you might be sucking, but you could make it to the playoffs and you could win. In our league, come back. You yeah, in our league, everyone's gonna make the fucking playoffs. Right, right, right. I think everybody. I think think the first day, everybody's like stars. Everybody got the playoffs. Yeah, because there's only six of us. Yeah. In the other league that I'm in, where there's like ten of us. You know, that's going to be that we're not going to have as many people in the playoffs. But if you do make it into the playoffs, you're like an eighth seed. Yeah. Right. You have the potential to beat the first, you know, guy in first place. So and also because, like, you know, you know, when you pick these players in the beginning of the season, a lot of these players don't pick up or start hitting their stride until the playoffs. See, you know? That's a good tip. So. So we want to get the tips from. 40, 23 ways to make them pay. You hate saying it. <laughs> so our current fantasy league is um, I'm beating Grexit by 5-4, which I think that still holds. But Kendall, if you if it's different, let us know. Um, Rip City Rollers is 6-2 versus Player Haters Ball. And 23 ways to make them pay is 6-3 to Anonymous Knicks fan. So now it's 7-2. It uh, oh, big flip on Gregsit and and Dwight Howard's is now three six, and then uh, Rip City Rollers is six three. So that still holds. Um, so Zach, you are obviously crushing everybody in the league. The second <laughs> place, the it. person in the second place was Gregsit is fifteen point five games back from you, and uh, Anonymous Knicks fan nine two two is nineteen games back. You are at a win. 84 win, 30 loss, and a three tie. What the fuck, dude? What are you doing? What did you do, and what are you doing? Well, when we were doing the draft, I think, you know, first of all, being with six teams, it's a lot easier to draft perennial all-stars as opposed mm-hmm. – and everybody has an all-stars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think – you know, I stayed away from guys that were on, with the exception of Chris Paul. You know, mm-hmm. I stayed away with guys that were moving around. Like, I didn't pick up uh, Westbrook. You know, I didn't draft him. I, you know, I drafted guys that – you know, and you have to when you look at you know it's it's a it's a statistical game. So when you look at it, I'm looking at guys that I know they're going to handle the ball a lot, so they're going to have a lot of turnovers. Turnovers. So that category, I'm going to probably lose week in and week out. But I want guys that are going to hit the high you know percentage shots, so it's going to bring my percentages up. And then you know during the season, I'm just keeping track of the waiver wire. Like I picked up uh, Collins from Atlanta. You know, like mm-hmm. a month ago. Oh. And I think that was a solid. He was on the waiver. I mean, he was injured. So that's why nobody picked him up. But I was like, this guy, I know this guy's going to have a good season. And then I just keep on looking. I'm, I'm constantly trying to see if there is something I can drop for um, uh, Mark Cannon. You know, because sometimes these guys are injured or game, game, you know, game time decisions. You know, I also have Kawhi on my team, which is truly a mind fuck because <laughs> it is you know he's always you know on that load management bullshit so it's like okay. he may play today he may not do you put him in your you put him in your lineup yeah. and most of the time you put him in because you have extra spots but there's been a couple times when they everybody plays and you're like do i play him today uh but for me it's just looking at the holes where i have looking at you know where i'm what is close when I play these other teams? Like I, you know, I'm trying to keep track of like when I play anonymous Knicks fan, an anonymous Knicks fan, or your mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. or Karen's team, and seeing what am I close in? What do I need to make sure it's not close? Mm-hmm. So, you know, my my guards are pretty much set. I mean, my guards are Luca, Harden, Paul, DeRozan, Fuck. Uh, McCollum, mm-hmm. you know, and Hayward. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I have a strong, but my, you know, my I'm, and I have Gobert and Aldridge as my centers. 
But outside of that, it's and I have Kawhi as well. But outside of that, it's just like, you know, Tatum can have an up and down game. It just keep it's constantly yep. checking at the roster. You know, and when I do fantasy in general, I try to think of you know, everybody's like, Oh, well you gotta look at statistics from last year. Sure, that's plays a part of it, no. but at the same time it's you know, did a person move? Is a person in a contract year? You know, because sometimes when a person's in a contract year, mm-hmm. they're gonna play their fucking ass off Which to Brandon get that. Which Brandon Ingram is doing right yep. now. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the same thing for football, fantasy football. And, you know, I, I love that when people call themselves gurus or call themselves experts because, <laughs> like, you know what, in the end, it's just fucking luck. It, I would it's, agree with that. It's a lot of luck. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of luck and it's a lot of knowledge. Right. I mean, a little bit of knowledge. But, you know... It, you could pick the best team on paper and then week one or like you're halfway through the season and more than half your team is injured yeah. and you're fucked. Yeah. So it's just trying to keep – it's just being on top of the waiver wire, which – I'm always I'd, on the waiver. Yeah. And just also looking – you know, I look at – when I'm looking at these guys on my pickup, I'm looking at their trends. So like I'll hit that little yellow, you know, depending on yeah, what, yeah. What, what app you're using. Yeah. Uh, well, you, are, yeah. yeah, you look at the statistics and a lot of them have in statistics from the past 10 games. And I do like a 10 game like right. little, you know, check and seeing where they're at. Are they on the rise? Are they on par? Are they on the decline? And right. then I'll make a move. And I have a uh, since I'm the commissioner of our league, I have unlimited drops and ads. Do you? Probably, yeah. Just you? No, everybody. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you just have no. unlimited drops. And ads. <laughs> no, we have unlimited drops and ads. Yeah. And we also have um, two spots on the IL. Yeah. And that that helped me a lot when like, I think, uh, who was uh, Hayward went on the IL for a long yeah. time. Yeah. So there's guys you can pick up. I mean, I had Zach Levine on my team for a hot second when Ugh. Hayward was hurt. Yeah, and then he was done. Yeah, and then he was done. So yeah. I got rid of him. Yep. So it's yeah. just it's just it's honestly just paying attention. And you know, I I think what Karen you said in the beginning like you had Kyrie, you just dropped him. You got to you got to be fearless. You can't be worried like, "Well, what if yep. he comes back?" You know what? You got to trade, you got to drop. And that's the thing that's the most important. Always trade, always drop because in the end it's just it's a buyer's market and you got to move fast. You're not wrong. Well, there you go, people. This guy is dominating our league, um, and I figured we would come in and have him just like drop some actual tips. And I hope that helped. We're like sucking it. I hope that helped. I think it's very helpful. <laughs> I think it's very helpful. You know, super helpful. Super helpful. Super helpful. Well, guys, we are coming to the end of the show. I want to thank everybody in the chat. I want to thank everybody for um, listening. And, of course, we'll always have the replay. Um, You know, as always, make sure you uh, review us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, follow us um, on Instagram and Twitter at The Hoops Talking. Um, DM us, make your submissions, do all that good stuff. Because, you know, we're here. Next week, Karen will be in the studio. Hey! Come come back back and party. Mm -hmm. I will. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Karen, as always, I love you. I'm so glad we have this time. Thanks, everybody, again. And, Karen, make sure how I want to keep it. Take it away. Sweaty. Sweaty. (laughs) And. And. (laughs) Daddy! <laughs> <Woo-hoo. laughs>